You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, March 23rd. As always, I am your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always, the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my work at places like Baseball FYI or Friars on Base or my more pop culture entertainment-related stuff at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Film Cred, Film Inquiry, Inverse, Bloody Disgusting, and many more. Of this here Lockdown Padres podcast, though, guys, you can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Lockdown Rooms, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And today's episode is finally, because we had a little bit of a delay, because uh, me and Ryland ended up talking a lot longer, so I didn't get to upload it. We are kind of rebroadcasting the the locker room for anybody who missed it that I did live last week, uh, Wednesday on St. Patrick's Day. And it was a lot of fun, but before we get into all of that, I want to first, because I'm going to end up splitting this locker room thing into two parts, because it went for a while. And I figured, you know what, I want to try and make my episodes a little bit shorter and more compact for you guys. I feel like adjusting to the three-segment kind of uh, format has been a little bit tough for me. And, you know, yesterday's episode, was like 48 minutes long so I don't want to do that stuff anymore I think I want to try and you know split up things as much as possible but let's talk about yesterday's spring training action because there's some some kind of interesting developments at least I think so let's talk about it the final score uh the Padres and the Royals tied nine to nine because it's spring training you know how that works um first of all pitching most important thing for me in spring training most important thing I love looking at the starting pitching Joe Musgrove got the start he goes four innings giving up five runs on eight hits walking two and striking out five so not a great time for him Emilio Pagan goes an inning and gives up a run on one hit uh, even though he struck out two so that wasn't great but it was definitely kind of an offensive game and my boy Miguel Diaz I gotta throw it out there my boy Miguel Diaz who I was rooted for he goes one inning uh, giving up two earned runs on three hits with no walks or strikeouts so that was bad for my guy Miguel Diaz who I thought might be a little bit of a sleeper but not great for him here's the thing everyone might because of this be taking their foot off the gas pedal of the Joe Musgrove bandwagon, I feel like, in a lot of ways, but I don't think you should. Look, bottom line is it's spring training. Trevor Bauer just got lit up today, and while I know that a lot of people like to see that guy get lit up, I think that bottom line is it is spring training, and I don't know. I just think that we can't look too much into it, but, you know, we got to keep in mind, I think Musgrove is going to be really good. I just think, you know, expectations should be kind of reasonable, I think. I don't think we should expect this guy to win the Cy Young or anything. Um, and when it comes to kind of the rotation, which is kind of one of the big questions, I thought it was funny. Uh, Jay Singler somewhat uh, kind of commented on who's going to be the, the starter. And let me just refer to uh, Kevin Acey kind of uh, tweeting reporting on this. He said, Jay Singler identifies Padres opening day starter somewhat. In quotes, it will be someone taller than 6'4", end quote. You Darvish, Chris Paddock, and Joe Busgrove are 6'5". And when it was pointed out, Blake Snell is listed at 6'4", Tingler said, in quotes, he's six five when you get up on him. So, bottom line is, I you know he's not going to tell anybody. Is basically what I think. He's a little bit cagey with the media, I think sometimes, which I understand. Um, Musgrove, 
we're not expecting him to be the starter, the opening day starter anyway. So this isn't really that big of a, th- a deal. I think really that the biggest the biggest thing when it comes to the Padres' entire spring training is going to be seeing how the Nelson Lamette looks out on the mound, I think, on Wednesday, uh, tomorrow. So I think that that's the biggest thing we can learn from starters. So, yeah, not, not like a lot of analysis on my part. I'm still excited for Musgrove. I'm still excited to see if the, the uptick in curveball usage is legit. Uh, but we're just going to have to find out. We're really at those kind of dog days of spring training, I guess is a weird phrase to say. But we're at the dog days of spring training. We're right there, man. We're right almost at opening day. I can't wait. Um, and then other kind of highlights for the game. Uh, Tommy Pham is the biggest thing. Tucapita Marcano also had a nice moment. He has two RBIs with a double. And Marcano, who I don't expect to make the seam, he did make a good case for it, though. He had a great spring training. And that's unfortunate that he's probably not going to, you know, uh, make the team or any like that. This is not your usual Padres team. There's plenty of guys that need to fit on this roster, you know. But the other major thing was, you know, aside from a, a home run from Juan Hernandez, a catcher, backup catcher, he pinched it and had a home run. Uh, Tommy Pham, he goes absolutely nuts, returning to Warlock status, hitting two home runs in this game for three RBIs and his three at-bats. Um, I've seen basically he was really struggling at the beginning of spring training. Some people are freaking out. He's like oh of like 16 or something like that. And basically ever since, he's been batting awesome, something like 10 for 17, uh, including a bunch of home runs. And I just think we need to stress, you know, I just mentioned in my 10 questions that Trent Grisham, I thought we were sleeping on how he could potentially have room to grow, and we aren't realizing that he's so young and has so much potential to grow as a hitter. Um, I think we we're, we need to really look. This, like I said, spring training stats don't pretend of great things to come in the regular season, but it still does need to be pointed out that. Tommy Pham really had a bad season last year, and I think a lot of that was just because he was injured. He's in and out of the lineup. He comes back. It's just not the same. And, you know, inserting him back into line, it's just a momentum thing, I think. So he couldn't really get it going, but he did in the playoffs. Really, really great player. He was the guy we were all super excited for heading into last season, and I have no reason to believe that there's a reason we shouldn't be. All the numbers suggest that he's still got the same skills, even at age 33. He should be having a a really good season, so I think even if there is someone who regresses on the offense this year, I'm really expecting big things out of Tommy Pham. I really think he's a great all-around player and a sneaky top 15, top 20 type outfielder maybe in the league potentially, so don't sleep on Tommy Pham. Do not forget that that's a guy that is coming back this year. We're getting him back, so be excited for that. Otherwise, in terms of the Royals, I already talked with Riley Styles on a Friday and yesterday's show about the Royals a little bit. I think I don't really have to have a take on them. Interesting team, kind of a quirky little team. They've got a bunch. I remember that one season. I they still have some guys like that, but they had like all these speed guys, and that was it. They still have some of those guys. Like Whitfield's really fast, and Alberto Mendezi is extraordinarily fast, but that's kind of it in the case of Mendezi. Um, and so, so that's a fine quirky team, and you know I don't think they're really going anywhere. I think that you know maybe they trade some guys, but they're building up that farm system. It could be interesting in a few years. So no hate for them. It definitely could be a fun Royals team, but they're not really going anywhere, especially in the the AL Central, where I imagine it's, it's going to be a two-headed race for the most part. Don't sleep on the Indians, but for the most part, Twins, White Sox, those teams are going to be going at it, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, but yeah, guys, that is it for my spring training recap. Now, before we get into the real thick of things, guys, vroom, 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 I need to talk to you about cars, and more specifically, I need to talk to you about rockauto.com. First and foremost, it is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have literally everything from engine control modules, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, 
whatever it is for your classic early driver you can get it directly uh delivered to your door the rock.com catalog above all else though is it's really easy to navigate which is important especially if you're a schmuck like me and doesn't know a lot about cars you could quickly see all the parts for your vehicle and the prices that you prefer and to that last point when it comes to prices best of all prices at rock.com are always reliably low and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers you guys are smart don't be spending more money on the same parts guys come on now so go to rock.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliable prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com and one last thing guys before we get into this old locker room thing i have to talk to you about something also very important get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast hosts peter bukowski the iconic Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's great for getting your old recaps and stuff. It really is. I listen to it every day. It's a great thing to to wake up to, honestly. When you're getting out of bed, it's a really great thing to just play. That's that's just me. But uh, we're going to play this locker room now. I decided to split it up into two parts because it was going 40 minutes. I touched on this at the beginning. I don't want to have my pod episodes be going you know, 50 minutes, so that's why I did here. It's a lot of fun for the first half since we did on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, there was some St. Patrick's Day themed questions, um, and I'm probably planning on also doing a locker room later this week. I'm thinking on Friday, and I'm going to put out a tweet and ask for your guys' questions. Definitely send me some of your questions. Uh, I know some people are, someone actually sent me, um, Zachary Shetland actually made a comment uh, on my Twitter yes, uh, yesterday um, from this recording. Uh, so I'm going to probably answer that for the locker room on Friday. I think that should be a lot of fun. Um, just so, yeah, stay tuned, guys. But without further ado, let's get this party started. Locker room mania, baby. Let's go. All right, we're live, everybody. Welcome. We're doing the first ever. Oh my gosh, this is kind of cool. So we're doing the first ever edition of the podcast live here on Locker Room, talking some uh, already some people joining. Uh, this is really exciting and stuff. Just let me just retweet it for my uh, show account really quickly before we get started. I have a couple questions uh, that were sent today that I'm going to answer. Some of them having to do with St. Patrick's Day, actually, which is really cool. Um, and speaking of which, I'm going to get my my celebratory drink ready this is very exciting so uh we we have a comment actually for mr angel hernandez are you the same angel hernandez as um uh the the baseball umpire as a dodger fan i'm low-key scared of your padres well sir you should be i agree you should be scared um the padres are going to be awesome this year and i think that the dodgers fans kind of a lot of them i appreciate you admitting um, that a lot of people are kind of scared of them, honestly. And they don't like a lot of Dodgers fans for years have been like, oh, yeah, the Padres, this Padres, that. But uh, I think they're scared and I think they should be. Jake, what's going on, my man? Hey, Abby, how's it going? What's going on? I'm just cracking open my drink. For those curious, having a White Claw watermelon flavor for today, just because, you know, I feel like just one way to celebrate kicking off this whole uh, locker room kind of thing, I think. Let me give you a little gem there. How do I, yeah, the gem things are so cool. Did the developers yeah. of Locker, like, were they big Bejeweled fans, you know? I guess, <laughs> I guess they were so. big Bejeweled fans. I think I'm they were. Up here lately. Yeah, for sure. They're really awesome. But let me start off with answering some of the questions that were sent to me beforehand. Um, no, I was named after the worst <laughs> umpire of all time. So the first question I got, I want to start off with, it had to do with St. Patrick's Day. It was from Ryland Styles, Ryland at Ryland underscore styles on Twitter. He said, do you like the shamrock shake from McDonald's? 
Wow. And and first of all, and then Locker of the official account uh, actually then responded saying, who doesn't? Jake, I don't know about you, but let me just give my take. <laughs> the Shamrock Shake is bad. I don't know what people... <laughs> what? The Shamrock Shake. So it's funny because the last time I tried this was like three or four years ago. Bored. I think it was... I'm in college and... I think that what happened, we, we were, we were, we were just, it was like, we were heading into like spring break or something. And I hang out with my best friend. We go to McDonald's and we're like, all right, let's try one of these, these shamrock shake things. And you know, what ended up happening is, so, you know, when you have that thing, you know, you don't like, but you keep coming back to it because one, because you're a masochist, but also because you keep convincing yourself that you just needed time. You know, you just need time to grow custodians. Things have changed this time. You'll like it this time. Does that ever happen for you, Jake? Yeah, all the time. I do it with ESPN all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually great, uh, cop. Um, yeah, Brett, you can come speak. Why not? Here, let me bring it Brett on here. Um, before, so that's what happened to me with the Sharebrock shake. I knew it wasn't good, so then I try it and all my friends that I'm with, they're just like, they came and finished theirs. And it's so bad that I convinced myself it was good. If you only, if you tried to drink it through your cheek, I know that doesn't make sense, but hear me out. Like if you didn't like, I don't know how to explain it. Like with the straw, just make sure it went on like your right cheek or whatever. And it did taste terribly. The Sharebrock shake is awful. I don't know why it's becomes a thing. I think they trick because it's only like a once a year thing for the most part. So I think that people get tricked into being like, yeah, well it's, it's limited edition. So then they try it and then it's no good. So, well, it's like my comment says, uh, I only get one thing every time I go to McDonald's. You know what the same What's thing that? is? Diarrhea. What is that? Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I hate McDonald's. <laughs> I, um, McDonald's. Now, now McDonald's breakfast. I'm cool with, but like the Travi patty or their, their, their attempt at chicken sandwiches or pressing <laughs> um, tofurkey meat into a rib shape to call it a rib um, as a Texan is insulting. Um, <laughs> so McDonald's tries, I would, I would rather have a McDowell's big Mick than a McDonald's big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually, my least favorite, like I know we've been crapped by McDonald's, but I actually think my least favorite would be, um, Burger King. I think Burger King just has the chicken fries. That's the only thing that does it for me. My favorite is no. Taco Bell. Um, Whopper is pretty good. I'll eat their Whopper. And McDonald's, I, true. I love the McFlurry, Oreo McFlurries are, are good. I do like the McChicken sandwiches from McDonald's. The like $1 slightly okay. spicy things with like a, a, a slice of lettuce and then some like, but like that, that's like a little bit of mayonnaise and that's it. I love those things. That's like a whole meal. That's a whole dinner for like two See. bucks. I love those things. See, here's the thing. Being in Texas, we have a lot of people like, like, um, you know, I'm a, I'm actually a, uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I am actually a licensed, ordained Southern Baptist minister. Really? Um, I did not know that. Yes. And uh, I was actually a youth pastor for about 20 years before I started teaching. Um, and so down here, we got a lot of Baptists and Methodists and we have a lot of Catholics. And so every year around Easter time when there's Lent and all that stuff, the filet fish comes out. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know which one of my Catholic friends do it, but I do have friends that are Catholic that they literally go to McDonald's only around that time because they have the filet fish and they can't, they can't get a burger. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, there's seafood restaurants for that, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I, would, yeah. I, I, I don't eat yeah, seafood anyway, but I'm definitely not going to McDonald's to get it. Yeah, that's right. fair. The filet of fish. There's like a niche population of people who love the filet of fish, I think, and that's why it's still around. And it does have that incredible commercial from like ten <laughs> years ago. You know what I'm talking about? It was like, give oh, me yeah. back the filet of fish, that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fish on the wall that's singing. That's an incredible commercial. I'll give it that. But yeah, overall it's it's just I do want to try it. That's the thing with McDonald's. Is I always end up coming back one way, one way or the other. I'm always hungry, and that's that's just fast food in general. Um, yeah. I appreciate us starting this locker room off this way. But I, it was a question that was on Twitter. Yes. And for everybody else, remember you can send in your questions. I'll I'll be sure to like post before I'm doing a locker room every week. You know, a tweet so for you maybe, guys to respond. So maybe you could dovetail this conversation into another um, live edition of locker room. Um, and taking like the McDonald's menu and, and, um, aligning a team with a menu item, mm. Mm. you know, that's like a good one. Yankees, that's a good one. Like the Yankees could be the McRib because they like, they're supposed to be champions, but they're not <laughs> like McRib is supposed to be meat, but it's not, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to come up with one on the spot, but Brett, you're setting yourself up for plenty of jokes. Uh, with I this idea. That's I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. Hey, I, I appreciate it. You're a good sport about this stuff. Um, although, honestly, Astros hate. Unless I see something else, I'm over it. It was great. I feel like everybody got their thing in. You know, I'm, I'm kind of done now. And my team well, is too the, good, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm above it now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I can take the high I don't know. I don't know if you or Jake have seen, but um, SNY has been, like, just all over them when they were playing the Mets. Mm. Um, making like trash can jokes and, mm-hmm. and just like, oh, your trash cans are looming over Bregman's head. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like, I don't think they are anymore. I think we've moved on. And I think yeah. a lot of things more importantly, we sort of moved on in 2020 almost just because, you know, well, 2020. But yeah, I think, and they lost, you know what I mean? They, they lost to the Rays. I feel like it's done. I feel like it is. Yeah. Unless someone, unless something gets brought up again, then I think that it's done. At least I don't really have as much of an interest yeah. in it. Like new um, information, you know? Like, yeah, right. like new information. If Correa, who I respect at Puerto Rican Power, let's go. Uh, but, yes. you know, if he comes up, like, I respect that he, like, embraced the villainy, kind of. And he had an awesome postseason. So, well, I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what he does. Um, All right, guys, just a quick second taking a break from the locker room madness going on right here. I need to talk to you about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football has been long over, but the NBA, college basketball, and March Madness, Lord knows that's been crazy. The NHL, and, of course, baseball, they're uh, all coming up. You know what I mean? They're all at full swing. So, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV as well. So they basically have everything. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free. That's right, free to sign up. So head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember to use that promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And guys, speaking of March Madness and the NCAAs, Let's talk about a different form of madness that is built. 
for madness. We've been doing it for like all month long for the most part, guys. It's time to find out which built bar is the best. And today's matchup is a good one, guys. Let me tell you. It's a it's a it's a clash of the titans. Or at least it's a clash of the titans for some people, not me. It is chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. I'm going with the latter option here. Cheesecake, I know some people aren't wild about cheesecake in general, but I'm I'm a big fan of it. I think that it works, and I think the lemon almond flavor is unique in a lot of ways. While chocolate brownie chunk gets the job done when you're in that chocolate kind of mood, and to be honest, when aren't we all in a chocolate kind of a mood? But still, uh, I'm going to go with lemon almond cheesecake in this one. But you guys can go to BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter to follow along with the rest of the bracket and these amazing you know, high fiber, high protein, low sugar, low calorie, amazing tasting protein bars you can check out to see which is the best of all. And of course, remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. And remember to check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar of them all. But now I want to move on to some other questions that yeah. uh, people sent me. Uh, I got three from a friend of mine, John, at John Ostrowski on Twitter. And these are great questions. Just say, I mean, no surprise. I know him. This is, this is a great man right here. His first question he sent in was, who would you cast to play Tatis in a movie with the eyes emoji? So this is awesome. This is awesome. I know that people were talking a little bit about uh, in our in our chat today, actually, in the Lockdown MLB chat about You have to take yourself out of the equation out here. <laughs> Yeah. You, you beat me I to was, it. You stole my thunder. <laughs> um, so I, this is hard because there's not too many, there's not too many Dominican actors that are super famous and young right now that I can think of really off the top of my head. I think that, you know, I just saw One Night in Miami not too long ago. I loved it. I thought it was really thought provoking and awesome. And I Ryland uh, for joining the room. Shout to you, sir. Uh, just we actually just finished talking about your question. No, the Shamrock Shake is bad, sir. It is so bad. I don't know why people think otherwise. Um, for Tatis, Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami, he plays Sam Cook, and I don't. I know that he doesn't necessarily look like him. I don't like basing castings based off of just the look, but the vibe. He has some charisma. He's got a little spice to him. I I don't know. Leslie Odom Jr. is one of them, and then one of them that I've been thinking about for. Uh, years, not years, a year, was Oshia Jackson Jr., who has been in a couple of things, uh, but he's probably most notably, like, most known for playing Ice Cube in the Straight Outta Compton movie. I think he could be interesting if he could bulk up, and I don't know, but that's a really tough one. Brett, what do you think? You know, I'm sitting here trying to think who kind of, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, like, who who looks who kind of looks like him, or, or, or who would, because mm-hmm. his, you know, his hair, um, you know, maybe shoot. I don't know, man. I mean, th- that stumps me. Like, like, um, there's a, there's a guy named Don Omar, um, that is a Puerto Rican actor. I don't, or he's a singer. Um, he could he could probably play Tatis Junior. Um, mm. okay, you know, yeah, you, I know you're talking I about. Mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Benicio del Toro is a little old. Yeah, um, he's a little old. Yep. But you know he's a legend. Um, so handsome, so handsome. Uh, what about what about the hold on Puerto Rican power again? Yes. What about this guy, um, um, Omari Nolasco from Prison Break? I haven't seen Prison. Oh wow, that's a throwback. Prison Break. Yeah, that's that that's that dude. Throwback. That dude is bald, but man, he he's he probably could he probably could 
he probably could do it. You know, I mean, um, you know, you know, it's just it would it would just have to be someone someone charismatic. Like you would love to see someone like a Michael B. Jordan type of actor mm-hmm. yeah. take a role like that. That would be just someone who mm-hmm. who would present a strong front because Tatis has kind of got that swagger. He's kind of like. He's kind of the James Bond of the MLB right now, you know. Like everybody <laughs> wants to be him. Every but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I actually think it's kind of a good thing that we can't immediately think of someone that like he really is really unique. So I do love that you can't immediately point to an actor that you would think. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan, if he was a little bit younger, I think. Granted, all these guys, I can't. I don't think we really have a good young actor that could play Tatis. But I do think that. Yeah, that's a that's a good one though. That's a good one, Brett. I like your I like your thinking. Uh, so yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Leslie Odom Jr. would probably be by two if I had any uh, to put out there. Um, next question from John is thoughts on Tommy Pham. Good question, just straight to the point. So I think one of the interesting things about the Padres this year is their offense. Everyone knows and you know, everyone's excited about it. I think that one of the criticisms and very fair criticisms is Eric Hosmer and Will Myers, who's my icon, as you guys can all see here, it, are they going to be able to repeat kind of what they did this past season? I would also throw out there that it, say they don't, Tommy Pham can make up for that. Tommy Pham's really, really good. And I honestly just thought that it was a little bit of a season from hell. He gets hurt early on and he had some really bad luck, I think, on balls in play. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I Don't quote me on that. But he had a little bit of bad luck there. The swing is still good. The pop is still good. Everything. He was really good in the postseason, which was nice. Had, I think, the most hits of anyone on the team in the postseason. And he's still one of the better like swingers in the league. He gets on base. He's got good speed. And also, he just doesn't swing too much at stuff out of the zone. He's got a really good eye at the play. So I think Fam's going to be awesome. I was upset that uh, we didn't get... Uh, that I didn't get him in my fantasy draft for this league, our, our Locked On MLB uh, Fantasy Baseball League. Do not talk bad about Royals legend Eric Hosmer. All right, fine. I won't. I won't. I'll leave it at that, Ryan. Um, so, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of good things on, on FAM this year. And, you know, it was scary, that whole incident over – when was this? I think it was over the summer. He was at some club and he got, like, stabbed. And that was, like, a whole – very kind of low – there was a lot of reasons the Padres were the news of the offseason. Um, and it's kind of great that, you know, they were more known for their baseball moves, unlike, say, the Mets, who were known for baseball moves, but other things that I'm not going to get into. Uh, but Riley wants to speak, so I'm going to let him alone. What's up, buddy? Hey, Avi, first time, long time. I was wondering uh, what your what your favorite movie is. I'll take my answer off air. <laughs> my favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie? It's a tie I think it's in, in categories for me. It's between my favorite blockbuster action thing ever is Independence Day. I think my favorite ensemble type of movie is Ocean's Eleven. And then third category that I can't name right now, probably The Social Network, which is, in my opinion, the best movie of the last like 15 years. And I genuinely don't really think it's that close. It's at least the best written one. Sean Coleman says, Ronald Acuna Jr., greater sign, Tatis Jr. I mean... I disagree, but I don't. I think this is one of those things where they're both in like S tiers, you know. I J K. Y'all are so lucky to see Tachi shooter. I appreciate that shot. Um, I think that I don't. Know, yeah, Sean, come on here. What's what's going on, man? Uh, not much, dude. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. This is a locked on Padres, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is. 
Okay, I'm a diehard Braves fan, and uh, Rylan, it's it is we're both the locked on a podcast uh, NBA host, so it's a pleasure to meet you, Javier. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you too, man. I appreciate it. I think that Acuna, it's it's he could have the better season. These guys are both awesome, and both <laughs> got signed to mega contracts too, which is kind of um, awesome. Save that Acuna talk for me, Acuna. <laughs> oh. oh my god, no, we're no, no, no. no. I, I refuse to allow this to become like a super thing, but. Yeah, nice to meet you too, man. I think that Acuna is, I mean, just fantasy-wise, just fantasy I don't think you could go wrong taking him first overall. Uh, what, I think he has something like 70 homers, 50 steals over the past two seasons. I could be wrong about that, but he's been awesome and definitely one of the other upcoming stars. I think what I'm looking forward to this season, the most non-Padres related, is if somebody takes over the the top spot for best player in baseball and i think that this could be like the the transition year where you've got you've obviously had trap for years although i think he's going to be awesome this year whether tatis acuna juan soto who legitimately is terrifying by the way I, that guy scares me i don't like that he had a 490 on base last year very disturbing I, that's you're not supposed to be able to do that uh so juan soto really scares me and then Betts, who is probably the front runner for being that next best player so i'm really excited to see how that shakes up for sure Javier, I was I was going to completely say I was completely kidding with you. I love it. It's it, it, it the trio. You it's fun to debate and things like that. But I I am mm-hmm. just I'm a I'm a diehard guy. I host a baseball show on Fridays via Talk and Chop over at SB Nation, and we talk about it all the time. It's fun to debate, but at the end of the day, I'm just lucky that one of the three are on my team, and it's going to be so much fun seeing them all. Absolutely, baseball's in a good spot. Absolutely. They really are in a good spot. Pleasure talking with you, man. And cut, everybody. That is it for part one of the Locker Room Mania. Part two will be going up later in the week. But before we can talk about what else is coming up for the future of this podcast, I need to talk to you about something very, very spicy and fun. Beginning this Wednesday on the Lockdown MLB podcast, it is featuring one of the biggest events of the year on Lockdown MLB. It's the Division Preview Series All of our local experts in every MLB market answer the biggest questions around each team. So follow Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And for regardless of the Locked On MLB, you know, preview thing, just follow Locked On MLB in general. Sully's awesome. He's a walking baseball encyclopedia. He's an awesome dude. Invite me on your podcast, Sully. It's been too long, by the way. I'm really upset that he hasn't sent me out the invite. I'm being petty. But in terms of the future of this podcast, guys, um, so tomorrow is going to be Division Day with Ryan Latica, and that conversation went long as well, and it's going to be a fun one. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I would argue, I would argue, I'd wager, you might even enjoy it more than the Dodgers one. I know everyone wants to hear about the Dodgers talk, but there's something about the Rockies that I think is going to be super enjoyable for a lot of people uh, to kind of listen to it and talk about this year as they are a real definition of a dumpster fire so that's gonna be a lot of fun part one of that will go up tomorrow and then part two of that will probably go up on friday and then part two of the locker room madness will go up on thursday of course i will be updating uh any kind of spring training developments definitely thursday i'm planning on talking at the beginning of that show uh about denelson lamette's start in the spring training see if there's anything that popped up talking about a little bit more padres news jace singler's comments if he makes any more uh especially regarding the opening day starter which i imagine might be coming in the next few days and then I told you about Emily Nyman from the Breaking Balls podcast is going to be on. I'm saving that for next week as like a, a my last fun pod, per se. I, one of my last fun pods in terms of just something that's just goofy and fun, I think, before we get really into the heat of it with opening day. And so much more stuff is going to be happening, guys. We're almost there. We're almost there, man. Just just 
just bide your time, guys. We're right there. It's going to be here just before you know it. But with that all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever, like just wherever you want to get it. And while you're at it, send me some five-star reviews on iTunes. I've been appreciating the five-star reviews I've been getting lately. Send me some five-star reviews and I'll shout you out on the next podcast and write them too because that way I'll know it's you. You know what I mean? I'll shout out your little username and stuff or put in the review, put your Twitter thing. I don't know. You get what I'm saying, guys. But um, remember to follow the show or myself on Twitter. And until next time, stay safe and of course, stay faithful. My Friar Faithful homies, take care.